Good morning and welcome once again to In Focus. I'm John Sims and joining us this morning yet again, always great to have you back, CEO Dennis Cullinane and Chief Advancement Officer Donna Spann with the East Texas Food Bank. Good morning. Great to have you with us. Good morning, Good morning John. John. We love being here. We appreciate you. Uh -huh. It's great to be back. Sure do love to have you. Don't forget In Focus is available online. Just go to ktbb.com slash In Focus. In Focus is uploaded to our website by the day after the show airs. Um, this is the um, I've made an official count. This is the umpteenth show that we have <laughs> okay. done with the East Texas Food Bank, and we can never do enough to get the word out because the uh, issues just go on and develop new phases as time rolls by. So, uh, first of all, start off by telling us about the current state of hunger in East Texas. It's uh, pretty dire, actually. Well, John, yes, it is. It's it is pretty dire. Uh, one out of every five East Texans are food insecure, meaning that they don't know uh, possibly where their next meal is going to be coming from. And it's even more uh, dramatic with uh, children. One out of every four children are at risk of hunger. And uh, that means that almost 240,000 of our residents across that 26 county service area, you know, um, are food insecure. And <laughs> even more alarming, 85,000 children uh, in that area is, are food insecure. So, um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an emergency that's been ongoing. And, you know, our goal here at the East Texas food bank is to, uh, try and alleviate that and, and, uh, really uh, contribute towards working in, uh, long-term solutions to try and help people break through, you know, those poverty cycles. And, uh, there's always going to be people that, uh, that have difficult times and, uh, our safety net was shown how important it is, especially during COVID. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there are, uh, personal crises that happen, uh, with, with families every day. And that's why we're here. We'll continue to be here and, uh, we're, we're honored to do the work. Mm -hmm. Uh, these folks forced to make choices between food and other basic necessities, something a lot of us just can't wrap our arms around. And uh, as far as the numbers, 200 food pantries and meal programs around East Texas, 240,000 East Texans lives are touched every year, including 80, over 85,000 children, just to crunch some numbers and get some other information out there to uh, hammer home a little bit more uh, how big a challenge this is for for all of us now you have so there's so much that you're doing and a lot of it is going to be familiar to people who are familiar with the food bank who have been listening to this show over the years there are some new touches that we're going to get to a little bit later on in the show but basically how do you make all this happen uh, and we're getting down to the basics now what is really the food bank's mission and purpose and uh, how, how do you um, basically deal with the issue of hunger and it, uh, being at risk of hunger in East Texas? Well, our mission is to fight hunger and feed hope here in East Texas. And, and the lion's share of that work is done at the community level, meaning that we engage community partners in those 26 county areas. Um, I'd say 80% of our meals are delivered through pantries, you know, like Path and St. Paul's here that you may be familiar with in, in Smith County. Um, and that's really where uh, we, what we focus on doing. We, we bring in and aggregate uh, large quantities of donated products, donated foods, um, commodity foods. We have a contract with the Texas Department of Agriculture for uh, USDA foods, and uh, we purchase a large amount of our inventory and, and get fresh produce. So we aggregate all of these food items uh, here at uh, our distribution center and, and 
we're uh, like a Cisco or a Benny Keith uh, for nonprofits, and we distribute those foods through pantries all through the, the, the 26 county service area. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you what, we we also uh, are able to purchase this food um, through the generosity of our donors too. We get a lot of money from East Texas donors who have great big hearts. And we get it through individuals, we get it from businesses, we have foundations that give. So, um, you know, a, a lot of the, a lot of times people forget that. And uh, but but our donor base and our community is one of the most generous communities that that I believe is out there. And uh, they rally when we need help and they come through and help us. We saw that at COVID. And actually we're seeing it now, John, because of the increase in, everybody knows about the increase in the price of food, the price of gas. Um, It's affecting everyone and particularly those that we serve. We call the people we serve our clients and it's Mm -hmm. our honor to serve them. But, um, you know, without the help of our our donors, it's it's difficult. So we're very gracious for that and for donations that we get, monetary donations and also food donations. You bet. And bringing the food into the warehouse is one thing once it gets there, uh, you know, the the, the truck, the fleet of trucks, the maintenance, the the fuel. Again, there's another another area that oh, yeah. uh, you know Absolutely. we're struggling with also with higher fuel prices. Uh, you know, there's a lo- there's a lot that goes behind uh, distributing food to our mm-hmm. to our par- partner agencies. Dennis Colonnade, Donna Spann, East Texas Food Bank. Our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Uh, EastTexasFoodBank.org. That's the website. It only took me five minutes and thirty six seconds into the show to mention that, <laughs> and that's important because there's a lot we're going to be talking about today that you need to get uh, go there for if you right. uh, uh, that'll, that'll uh, create a need for you to go there if you need more information. Uh, phone number is nine zero three five. 597 food which translates to 903-597-3663 and you're located on robertson road up the street from rudy's and the tjc west campus and mm-hmm. tyler that That's is right. your main office but again you serve 26 counties That's and right. uh, longview and lufkin are a couple of the communities where you're uh, establishing a growing presence just for the record on that uh, so, again, agencies like St. Paul's, PATH, others that people are going to be familiar with, not least because we've had them on this show many, many times, they come to rely on the East Texas Food Bank because uh, once they get your food, they have a job of their own to do. That's absolutely right. They're, 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 that's where the uh, the clients, as Donna had uh, told you, go, go and shop. And uh, both of those pantries are, are healthy pantries, and uh, you can go and choose what you uh, would like to have in your basket rather than just pick up a pre-described box. Now that we're past COVID, uh, you know, we can get out of that uh, box routine again and get people back into pantries and, and start choosing healthy foods. Mm-hmm. You we know, it, we it, hope we're past yes, COVID. It yes. looks like we are. <laughs> we much. hope so. But, yeah, you know, the dignity of our clients is very important to us. Yeah. You know, they're, they're our neighbors and, um, and our friends and... Um, when they're on hard times and when they come into our pantries we want them to feel welcome and our pantries do a fabulous job of doing that of making them feel welcome going in they can get their little buggy and go through just like a grocery store and choose the food you know we used to hand out boxes years ago and just hand boxes of food to people but now they get to choose and uh, go go through the pantry and pick out what they want Mm -hmm. which is better because they'll get what they're going to eat you know 
and um, and so that's very important to us in our pantries and and partner agencies now anybody who needs help with food uh, some of them are going to have agencies they're already working with or that they're familiar with or that they've heard about from friends or family but uh, if you're not in that category you can go to that website easttexasfoodbank.org click on the find food button at the top of the page and um then you just kind yeah. of go from there. Hey, there may, may be a pantry nearby you. If you don't know that, you can go to our website and fill in your, your county uh, or your zip code, and it'll give you a map and give you choices on uh, what those pantries are or service points in, in, the, in the area that you live. There are hours of operation, and, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very useful tool. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that phone number, 903-597-3663, if you don't have Internet access or if you don't know somebody right. or aren't, aren't working with a social service agency that can uh, get you set up online. How much food do you distribute each year? The easy answer is a lot. A lot. <laughs> well, last year we distributed 25 million pounds of food, uh, which almost 25 million meals as well. Uh, so it, it's a lot of food, and, and as you mentioned early in the, in the broadcast, uh, our goal is by 2025, which is around the corner, John, yeah. is to, to distribute 32 million meals. And you know why is that a magic number? That's because uh, that's what we feel that we need to be distributing in order to uh, fill that meal gap. We're not the only food distribution organization in East Texas. We distribute uh, the lion's share of it. Um, but uh, you know that, that that substantially closes the gap, and, and we can do our part with our agencies if we can get to that. Yes, sir. Um, now, most people, again, and we touched on this earlier, most people just don't think there are people in East Texas who are hungry. That's hard for me to imagine, but it is tr- it's true. People don't think there are people in East Texas who are hungry, and I guess we crunched a few numbers earlier we can give out some more now yeah and something to remember too is um their numbers but it, it resonates with me of course that that their people their senior citizens their grandmothers and grandfathers and their children and particularly the children really um really resonate with me but um there's a lot of children out there who um are asking their mom if it's their day to eat or you're, you've got children who are in school systems that they have wonderful meals that are provided for them if needed. But you'll see that one child that lags behind when everybody gets up from the, the lunch table and picks up the scraps off the table and puts them in their lunch bag mm-hmm. uh, to take home so that their family will have some dinner. So, um, you know, there's, there's a lot that people you just don't realize you know how hungry people really are and can be so there's a lot in our 26 county and 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 like we said with the increase of of the cost of food right now it's even more difficult for our families yeah and um food insecure means uh basically that, that you're maybe it could be as much as little as one life event away from not knowing where your next meal is coming from loss of job hospitalization major auto expense things like that yeah, absolutely it's a, a one crisis away from uh, uh, having to ask for help and uh, you know one and the other thing that donna uh, to add on to what donna said was that uh, our population is uh, generally older than the rest of the state of texas uh, our average age is a little yeah. bit higher and that's going to get higher uh, mm-hmm. you know, as, as the baby boomers uh, you know go into retirement they, yeah. they go into fixed income 
And you know what the way uh, inflation has uh, has been lately. Oh yeah. Uh, those uh, those incomes don't get adjusted very quickly. So. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of uh, medical expenses that you have to trade off. Yeah, Dennis Colonnane and Donna Spann with the East Texas Food Bank. Our guest this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Donna, was there something that you well, wanted to add? Well, and and I was going to just say, you know, I don't know if we had a tornado last week, but the high winds that hit Tyler. Yes. If you stop and think about that, that you know. Each time the power goes out for a substantial time, um, our neighbors uh, can lose all the food in the refrigerator. Well, mm-hmm. think about the people that we serve. If they've got food in their refrigerator, uh. if they have food in their refrigerator, and it's probably very little, they probably lost all that. And I know that we served um, a couple of families that, that did need assistance and need help, and we got them emergency boxes. And, you know, so... It, it can take things that you, you don't even expect, you know, um, not just a lack of money, but losing your food in the refrigerator. Mm-hmm. It's um, another event. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. an event. <laughs> another event. A uh, number of ways that we're just now getting into that the East Texas Food Bank is working to end hunger in East Texas. And you have several bullet points here, just a, a variety of different strategies to deal with hunger besides just the basic Uh, getting food to people in need and we'll start with a summer food program because that is not too far down the road starts in early june it's it's right around the corner we're getting ready to to get it started right now Um, but yes we as i mentioned the big bullet point is our partner agencies Um, but uh, the other programs are really designed to to fill gaps so you know a gap that's created when the 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 schools are out uh, creates a a gap for that uh, school breakfast and lunch program that the children can't uh, participate in. And uh, our summer food program um, intends to, to fill that gap by uh, providing programs in parks and schools and uh, in other locations across East Texas where we can uh, you know, develop partnerships with, with, um, with them and um, provide a, a breakfast and a lunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that started in 2005, so it's 17 mm-hmm. years old. You've served 1.6 million meals in that time. And uh, pencil that in on your calendars now if you'd like. June 7th, it all kicks off, and uh, we'll be among the folks that are helping get the word out on that Great. a few Absolutely. weeks down the road. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your fresh produce program. This is something that's gotten a lot of attention over the uh, maybe the past two or three years. Is that when it all got started? Well, we've been uh, really at the forefront of food banks distributing fresh produce. Uh, for a long, long time. I think since uh, 2007, we we really have been serious oh, okay. about that. Right. We, but we've gotten up to 11.7 million pounds of produce, and in our plan, we we want to be uh, distributing probably around 13 million pounds. Um, reason it's important, John. It's obvious that it's 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 in nutritious food, mm-hmm. uh, and also it's a. a, a a good way of accessible food from growers that you know may not be harvested because of market conditions uh, and it, it allows us to go in and we actually have to to uh, purchase quote unquote uh, we have to we have to pay for donated produce so uh, but if we can get it into our uh, families fairly economically and uh, you see the price of produce when you go into a grocery store it's a big yes, help to our do. families yeah. 
Um, I guess one of the things that threw me off a little bit, the, the, the newer piece of this, I guess, would be the um, uh, East Texas Food Bank and Smith County Food Security Council uh, distribution and resource road shows. And the Food Security Council is fairly new. Uh, the last one of those that you did was March 29th, and those are going to be held once a quarter. And people will just kind of need to tune in and check your website to find out when the next one is, right? Yes, we've been doing that for a couple of years now. It would was put on ice with COVID like a lot yeah. of other things, but we're glad to be back with that program. Okay. Uh, nutrition education, and we're getting into some areas now where people, if they want to be involved, they really do need to check your website, easttexasfoodbank.org, mm -hmm. or make that phone call, 903-597-FOOD, to find out if they qualify or if it's a good fit for them. And we'll start off with the nutrition education program. Yeah, this program, uh, has been around for a long time at the East, East Texas Food Bank, and it's really grown into a, a very mature, and um, it's, it's one of our great programs. Um, we're here, we have actually a registered dietitian, and we have um, nutrition educators in this department who um, go out into the community. Of course, COVID was a problem for that, but mm -hmm. they, this team goes out into our 26 county area and they actually, uh, work within those communities to, to teach people about proper nutrition, um, how important that is. They actually have classes that they provide. Um, we provide some in Tyler. We have a teaching learning kitchen in Tyler, mm -hmm. actually, where the agencies and pantries around here can come. But um, they, it's a six-week course that provides uh, knowledge on hands-on training on how to cook, how to buy food on a budget. Um, I think they even, one of the classes is they take them to the grocery store with a $10 bill and say, uh -huh. okay, let's buy enough food for a meal for a, a family of four, which I can't even imagine that, <laughs> but they do and you can. And I've attended those classes and I, I remember uh, one of the classes when one of the, they prepared the meal and then they ate the meal and they had used turkey meat instead of hamburger meat, which was less expensive and uh -huh. and they were going man this this tastes just like my hamburger meat you uh -huh. know so they they teach uh they learn a lot of valuable skills in those yeah. classes dennis colonane and donna span with us this morning from the east texas food bank on in focus i'm john sims and next up cooking matters yeah that's the course that i'm talking about and this course helps promote long-term behavioral changes you know we we want them to uh, increase their confidence in their ability to plan and shop for and prepare healthy meals. So um, they do that, as I mentioned, in the class. They prepare this meal. And what's really great about this class is once they prepare the meal, they sit down, they eat it, they talk about it with the, the nutrition educators. Mm -hmm. But then at the end, they get an East Texas food bag, tote bag, and it's full of every ingredient that they use to provide the meal that day in their class, and they take it home and prepare it for their families. Yeah. So their families can understand that it, it you know, you can eat on a, a healthy meal on a budget. So. Mm -hmm. um, 
They're great classes. And they help promote long-term behavioral change, yes. increase clients' confidence in their ability to plan, shop for, prepare healthy meals. It goes beyond just putting a meal on the table. That's right. So that's really that's exactly right. Yeah. Uh, now you have direct education, and uh, uh, I know these all kind of blend together, mm-hmm. but uh, this is sort of a separate, uh, it's a separate category, mm-hmm. and they provide, uh, nutritionists provide nutrition lessons to include healthy eating mm-hmm. on a budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, it sounds like something that we may have covered over the last couple of minutes at least in some degree well, anything are, to add yeah, to those that are though? tailored the uh, cooking matters class as, as donna mentioned is like a six-week class you know it's very structured but uh-huh. we do have uh, d- direct education classes which are tailored for different situations okay in mm-hmm. fact our nutritionists go into uh, schools and they have different uh classes for the different ages of children as well so we mm-hmm. we're very re- flexible with our our programs mm-hmm. and again numbers over 1500 people mm-hmm. took part in the program in the last fiscal year mm-hmm. um again another program that looks like it's uh, they, they all do really tie together but the healthy pantry program is yet another one well it's qualitative again you know we have uh, the nutrition we have the nutrition education department and our dietitian reviews the foods that we put into our inventory but they also support uh, how those foods are delivered through our pantries uh-huh. and that's why that's uh, that, that program is a bullet point under nutrition education but it's really qualitative that's through our pantry program as well mm-hmm. and for more information again that website easttexasfoodbank.org phone number is 903-597-FOOD also 597-3663 and um, we'll get to this in a little while not least because of when we talk about volunteering the food bank again located on Robertson Road same place it's been I guess from the get-go which I think was in the 1980s when you got started up Uh, your benefits assistance program you help eligible East Texans apply for social service benefits such as snap right mm-hmm. yes sorry so we have four uh, folks that go throughout the service area and help with those applications and they can be uh, cumbersome applications for uh, you know some of our clients to uh, to submit mm-hmm. and we, we walk them through that and help them submit that we have a very high acceptance rate when we do that um, but the snap program uh, food stamps is is probably one of the most efficient ways to move meals to the people that we serve that are in need so mm-hmm. uh, that's important but also when you qualify for that program, John, you also qualify for a lot of other programs, and, and they can help you find help for, uh, you know, with uh, Medicaid and, and so forth. Very good, sir. Donna Spann and Dennis Colonane with the East Texas Food Bank chatting with us this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Some of the things you're looking at not too far down the road, um, or uh, really, in, in at least uh, this next case, the recent past. One of your new initiatives, the Deep East Texas Resource Center in Lufkin. You opened that last year. Uh, tell us uh, more about that program and how things are going in the first year well, of existence. It's it's really, it's going far better than we ever thought it would. Um, I guess when you say far better, it's serving more people than we ever thought it would, which is good news, but also, wow, there's a big need there. Uh, it was strategically located in a, a um, very high need area in Lufkin, mm-hmm. uh, and thanks to the TL Temple Foundation who uh, worked on that program with us and, and funded its opening, we were able to establish it. It's a one-stop shop. It's a healthy pantry. It provides um, assistance for uh, families that can go there and uh, you know get benefits assistance, um, utilities assistance. Uh, we do uh, partnerships with uh, the federally qualified health clinics that come in and, and help. 
Uh, so it's been it's been really really a good program. Actually, I think we it's our second. Mm-hmm. If you put it into our pantries, it's our second largest pantry now. Wow! Uh, so it's been uh, it's been doing well, and we've got plans to open one in Longview also okay. this year, and we're building a brand new one next to our administrative offices in Tyler. All right. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Uh, currently working on plans to build a food pantry at your Tyler location, as well as a produce center. Um, any specific, uh, it may be pretty early in the game as far as actual planning, but what can you tell us about what lies ahead? Maybe even a ballpark on when you might hope to have that set up and how to go about it, how, you, how you're going to go about raising the money and everything. It's not early in the game at all. We're, we're in the process of drawing it up and probably be breaking ground by the end of next month great uh, okay so that will be a resource center also not, not just a pantry it'll be a resource center in tyler and that produce distribution facility is going to be really important because as i'd mentioned we're going to need to uh, increase the amount of fresh produce we're distributing in order to to serve 32 million meals um, we do not have the refrigerated floor space that we need to do that. We can hardly do with, do with what we have now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're building a 9,000 square foot uh, refrigerated for, uh, produce facility there that will serve our cl- our pantries. And uh, Feeding America is also uh, looking at uh, helping having us uh, serve a, a little bit more of a larger region here ah. uh, in Oklahoma and Louisiana out of there. So. Interesting. Yeah, Feeding America, of course, being the national food bank network right. for the uninitiated. So um, any idea when that uh, food pantry and re- produce center in Tyler will actually be up and going? Uh, well, with uh, construction starting at uh, the end of May, we're, we're hopeful that it'll be uh, up and completed about uh, either 12 to six, 12 to 18 months away so righty and what's amazing to me is that it, you it, it seems like only yesterday you got finished with this massive renovation of your existing facility mm-hmm. and you're continuing to add on and provide additional services what about the resource center in Longview can you tell us where you are with that right now well go ahead Donna. well go. we have a location identified and um, it's we're going to be uh, partnering with a, a church there, and it's yeah, it's the Wesley McCabe it's the old Wesley McCabe United Methodist Church down okay. on Beverly Avenue. Alrighty, and uh, we're working with the First United Methodist Church of Longview, mm. and uh, it's an older facility, so it's uh, got a little little bit of, it's got some challenges that we we're working through. So it's taken a little bit longer to renovate it. We don't have to build from the ground up, but yeah. Uh, it, it's uh you know we've been working in longview uh, since COVID had started well we've been working in longview for a long time but we've been doing our big distributions there and we'll, this will give us a platform to really do more uh mobile pantry work and that produce distribution plus provide a full service uh resource center to augment some great partners we already have in gray county okay uh, now beyond actually being uh, at work on it and um having identified a location uh, other timelines uh, any any kind of a ballpark on that or is that something you're still working on well, we're hopeful to have that open within 12 months i want to okay, have it done by great. the end of yeah. this year but mm-hmm. um yeah it's there's there's a few like with asbestos and and ada requirements yeah. uh, that will slow things down a little bit with us you know we do have the walls up and ready to ready to run but we can't uh, really get mm-hmm. in and operate just yet okay but i'm sure you'll keep us posted mm-hmm. on that and again your strategic goal to increase distributions by 2025 to 32 million meals annually that is up from the current 25 million so uh, mm-hmm. the need is great and you are just really putting your noses to the grindstone it sounds like getting all of that 
put together Donna Spann and Dennis Cullinane with the East Texas Food Bank, our guests this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. Um, I know we've at least touched on this. Let's talk a little bit more about your uh, how you're helping seniors with, I guess, a focus on the Senior Box Program and anything else you have going on in that category. Yeah, our Senior Box Program is very important. You know, um, many of our senior citizens receive very, very little Social Security income, and that's what they live on. And so we try to supplement and help them any way we can. And so we have this uh, senior box program where they are provided a free box of groceries each month. Um, Most of these individuals live on fixed incomes, and so it helps improve their health and nutrition. And in fiscal year 21, we served over 4,000 seniors a month with a total of about 45,000 boxes and or it's a total of about 1.2 million meals so it's real important and i've talked to seniors when i've been in pantries who skip meals or one the the husband will eat one day and the wife will eat another Mm. i've talked to a gentleman a senior citizen who uh, you know came through the line to get his box and said god bless you and god bless the east texas food bank he said i haven't eaten in three days and so you know this this is very very important to our senior population and um you, you know that that they shouldn't have to choose between do i buy my medication life saving medication or do i buy food and many of them have that um dilemma of whether they do and i don't even want to think about a lot of times they do skip their their medications we only have a couple of minutes left in the show and we can't let this pass how can east texans help you're basically talking donate food volunteer time and donate funds if we can quickly run through each of those yes um you can uh, we're doing virtual food drives online or you can find out more about food drives again if you go to the east texas there's a button at the top of the website that says i want to help and you click on that and it'll tell you ways that you can help um, volunteering is very important. You can go online also, um, and there'll be a schedule of times that you can go in and volunteer, and you can just register online. And then, of course, the same thing with funds, our all-important funds. We couldn't do any of this without our donors and without um, the funds that come in. You can also give financial donations online or mail a check to the East Texas Food Bank. You bet. I uh, quickly just want to mention the um, Walmart and Sam's Club um, Fight Hunger Spark Change campaign. Unfortunately, we don't have time to go into that in a lot of detail, but it's one of many things you can learn more about by going to the website easttexasfoodbank.org or calling 903-597-FOOD. Dennis and Donna, as always, it's been a pleasure and an education for me, and I'm sure for our listeners as well, to have you joining us this morning. Dennis Cullinane and Donna Spen with the East Texas Food Bank, thanks so much, as always, for dropping by. Thank Thank you, John. We appreciate you. You bet. Dennis and Donna, East Texas Food Bank, our guests this morning on In Focus. I'm John Sims. As always, thank you for joining us, and we will see you again next week on In Focus.